Welcome to the Be More Real podcast. I am your host, Sam Altieri, and I am a former architect turned health and lifestyle entrepreneur. I am obsessed with personal development, manifestation, health healing, feminine empowerment, and self-love. My superpower is helping you conquer unwanted food, body, or sabotaging patterns that are holding you back from the life you want, because I believe that you deserve to be confident in your skin and step into your power, in your work, in your relationships, in your life. I use my background in psychology, mind, body, nutrition, and design to help you transform your relationship with food, your body, and most importantly, yourself. I am so excited for you to be your real, authentic self and step into your full potential now that you don't have any of that stuff holding you back. From one badass to another, I love you so much. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's go dive into the episode. Welcome back to another episode, you guys. I am so stoked for our guest today. We have Sam Daly, who is a mindset and manifestation and life coach. And per the the little blurb in her bio, she's like, I'm your no bullshit bestie for all things self-love, mindset, and creating your dream life. And I just love her. We're so the same in so many ways. Also, her name's Sam. And she's just like, she's such a ray of light. She empowers you to just like do whatever the fuck you want to do. And I love her energy. I love her page. So I wanted to bring her on to talk about how to create your dream life and how to show up for yourself. Uh, So welcome, Sam. I'm so stoked to have you on, girl. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my God. And I'm so glad that we connected because I feel the same way. I'm like, who is this person that is my soul sister? That like, that's what I love about the online space is that you can just meet so many people that are so aligned and like when we first connected and recorded for my show like the energy was just so freaking good like every everybody has given me such amazing feedback on that episode oh good like that episode that you did about weight loss with Sam that was fucking awesome I was like I know (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah it's so cool how you can just find someone and it feels like you've known them for so long um, even though, you know, I think I just like slid into your DMs. I was like, yo, I think you're working with the same coach as me. Like, what's up, girl? <laughs> and then the rest yeah. is history. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm so glad you did. Yeah, I know. And I was thinking about that when we were like DMing about setting this up. I was like, I feel like she's my friend. Like I had this <laughs> weird realization where I was like, I feel like I know her. Yeah. Like I feel like we've been friends. And then yeah. I'm like, you're not, you don't know her. Like <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you don't know me. <laughs> but (laughs) you don't know her yeah I think that's actually something I do a lot which is like I slide in people's dms like I'm not afraid to get up in your dms and tell you I like you like because the thing is is like the worst thing that could happen is like you just don't answer or you don't think you want to be my friend and that's fine because like I'll never know like you don't have to tell me that but it's worth a shot and I feel like I've made some of my closest friends that way (laughs) like my uh my sneaky strategy and like how to make friends just slide into the dms guys this yeah. is what it is that's it it's but I, think, I mean it takes yeah and it takes a you know it takes a certain level of like self-awareness and self-confidence to like do that right because I think like when I was younger I definitely like I never struggled to make friends, but I would always like be nervous before I like talk to someone you know like even when I was a freshman in college and I was like in this new space. I'm like, okay, you got it. You got to get like talking to myself. Like you got to get outside of your comfort zone. Like you got to go, go up to people, just like be your best bubbly self and like try to connect. But I had to like really 
I had to really like talk myself through that. Mm. And now it's like so much easier for me. I don't know if you can relate to that, but the more that you become naturally yourself, which I know that you're so good at and you do it so well online, the way that you show up and you're just like, this is me. (laughs) Um, I don't know if that's gotten, if that's, if that's gotten easier, you know, showing up that way over time. Yeah, dude. I think in like high school, especially I was so self-conscious, like, and even the beginning of college, I don't know if you can relate to that, but like, I didn't know who I was. And I, I think I wanted to be everyone else. Like I just wanted to be cool and fit in so that I lost myself in the process of doing that over high school, definitely all of high school. Um, even middle school, I remember just like wanting to look like other people or wanting to have the same hobbies or like when someone quit a sport, I would quit it too. Like I just, it it was, I was like absorbed into other people's like lives. Um, and it really wasn't until my like late twenties, like the past few years that I've really started to own who I am. And like, I can see that. And for you too, even like through our last episode, um, just shining, like just being who you are, like, unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so powerful once you finally do that. But I think it, yeah, it does, it does take practice and it takes courage. And I think the, the biggest thing that's required is that you decide that you're going to live that way. Yeah. Like there's a moment where you sit with yourself and you're like, I'm no longer going to, you know, fake my opinions or agree to things that I don't actually agree to. Or, you know, just follow the crowd with whatever they want to do. Like, I'm going to live for me Mm -hmm. by my own true values and desires. And once you decide that, it does get a lot easier, but you have to, you have to choose it. It doesn't just happen by accident. You don't become authentically yourself and comfortable in your own skin and showing up that way. Just, you know, oh, it just happened. I don't know what happened. It's like, you have to be intentional about that. Yeah. I love that. Like the decision. I remember like when I made the decision, I don't remember what it was about, but I do remember having a breakdown. Like I can't fucking do this anymore. I can't keep saying yes to people. I don't want to hide myself anymore. Like I'm done. I'm done staying small or I'm done apologizing or I'm done blah, 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 blah. And I was like, fuck this shit. It's too tiring. It's too exhausting pretending to be something or someone that I'm not. (laughs) And it was like that moment of, fuck it. I'm just going to be myself. (laughs) Like, I'm going to stop trying so hard to make people think I'm a certain way. Cause like, I'm not (laughs) like, I love a good fuck. Yeah. You know, I love a good F-bomb. Like I'm not going to pretend that I don't do that. Like that's who I am. And if you don't like it, it just don't be here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, and I think I love this idea that, you know, we get to be multifaceted and we get to have lots of different parts of ourselves. Like you can be this, you know, Zen master in your meditation and manifestation practice and, you know, connecting to your spirit guides and doing all this amazing stuff. And then you can turn around the next second and be like dropping F-bombs. And the idea that these things are mutually exclusive or that they're not allowed to coexist is just so false and it's so fake. And I've always, like, especially with swearing, like I've always been so over that. I'm like, it's a word. Like someone invented the word for a reason and I fucking like it. (laughs) So, you know, and- Yeah. Like my parents, 
Yeah, and like if if it's like a well placed fuck in a <laughs> sentence, like there's nothing better. <laughs> Can't wait to write but, the show notes. <laughs> a well placed fuck. <laughs> But you know, my parents, my parents, they moved, they moved down south uh, a couple of years ago. And my mom got on this kick, you know, with like the Southern culture of like being very, you know, respectful and God bless you. And, you know, yeah. it's just, they roll different down there sometimes. And so she's like always kind of policing me when I go home about like swearing. And I'm like, I don't fucking care, Bob. It's who I am. <laughs> and that's just like, I, there's a part of me that's always been that way. But there's also a part of me that has been a massive people pleaser in mm-hmm. other facets of my life. And like, that is a trap that I see so many of my clients fall into. Like, I just, I think like, I don't know, like, I feel like almost every woman that I've ever known or talked to can identify with that idea of like people pleasing. Like, I really don't know anybody who's like, oh, I've never done that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I think it's like one of the biggest female, um, like the wounded feminine, like wounds is like for sure people pleasing. I saw a model too. Like my mom, I mean, my mom's the same way. She's like the sweetest human. She just, she has such a big heart and she just like wants people to be happy and like that's a beautiful like that's people pleasing is not a bad thing it's like it's men it the intention behind people pleasing is I think good it's like of course you just want others to be happy right but often we do it at the disservice of ourselves and I think when I now when I see my mom do that I'm like mom please stop (laughs) stop it you deserve whatever like (laughs) yeah yeah and I I I've talked about this before, but it's the site, like, I really, there was a a day where I was thinking about, you know, being selfish versus being selfless Mm. and like what that really means. And I was looking at the word selfless and I had this like aha moment where I was like, when you look at that word, it literally means selfless, like lacking a self without self. Mm -hmm. You have lost yourself because you are so wrapped up in what everybody else needs and wants and desires that Mm you, 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 you lose part of your identity. You are selfless. You are without a self, which is so messed up. And and that's when I decided that I don't, I I don't want to be selfless. Yeah. I I don't want to, of course, I want to be kind and I want to be generous and I want to be loving and I want to be giving and helpful and all those things, but I can do all those things without losing myself because I'm always going to be a priority for me. And I'm not going to get so deep into those other parts of myself that I stop honoring what I need and what I desire and who I am. So I think as a society, we've really been taught especially with women, there's this archetype of like, you know, the selfless woman is the most sought after and honored woman. Like when people speak about their mothers or their grandmothers or, you know, the women in their family and they say, she's amazing. She's so selfless. Like she always did everything for everybody else. Like she was the last to eat at the table. Like she took care of everybody else. And so we've really like revered this Mm -hmm. idea of the selfless woman and I just want to change that narrative because I think there's, there's, there's so much missing there. Yeah. It's not about giving all of yourself away up to the point where you don't even recognize yourself anymore. You don't even know who you are. You don't even know what you want. And this happens to so many moms 
Mm-hmm. They get so lost in motherhood that, you know, they don't even, they, they wake up one day years into, into motherhood and they're like, I don't remember who I was before I had kids. Like, I don't, I don't have an identity anymore. I don't know where I am or who I am or what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the last time that I did something just for me. And this is, it's so sad and it's so damaging. And we just, we have to change that narrative because you are only as good to others as you are to yourself. You can only show up and serve others as much as you are able to show up and serve yourself. Like everybody says, you can't pour from an empty cup, but like, I don't know how many times we have to say that until we can really like bang it into people's heads of like, you cannot pour from an empty cup, bitch, please stop trying. Yes. Yes. Like fill that up. Yes. Fill up your cup. And honestly, I've never met a single woman who took her power back and didn't fucking love it. Like there's nobody that's like, oh my God, I started taking care of myself. This was the worst decision ever. I shouldn't do this anymore. Like that doesn't (laughs) happen. You know, you realize, oh my God, what have I been missing? Like, it's just like this expansive opportunity for you to be like, whoa, I can do, be, have anything what? Like I was living under a rock. Like that's how I felt when I like started to step into mine. And I don't know if you can relate to that. It's just like this, whoa, what was I doing? Like, there's almost this, this period of like, I can't believe I did that. Like, what was I thinking? And like, you can get down on yourself for like doing all, like doing all the people pleasing and the like, I'm going to look a certain way. So blah, 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 blah. And then when you're, when you're out of that, you're like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) how did I survive? How did I actually live my life like that? And now I'm like, when I see other people, I'm like, isn't that interesting? I wonder when they're going to hit their breaking point, you know, because I think we all do at some point, at some point we lose our shit. And it's like, that's a beautiful moment when we hit the like bottom of, I can't fucking do this anymore. It's like sometimes for some people, myself, this is from my personal experience. It had to be that way. It had to be oh my gosh, this is so painful. I can't do it anymore. Like I didn't choose it when it was like, it only sucked a little. I had to let it get really bad for me to change. (laughs) Which is common, right? Like we talked about this before. It's like the universe literally kicking you in the head. Like, you know, you like, hello, wake up. Right. And that's so, so many of us are pushed to that breaking point where we're forced to be like, okay, like I have to change because I can't continue like this anymore. But, you know, not only does life get better for you when you take your power back, but you also get better for everybody around you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like everybody in your life gets to experience this new, empowered, ecstatic, loving, expansive version of you. And they're like, hopefully cheering you on like hell yes you know like when your partner and your family see this more empowered more lively more jubilant version of you Mm. like they're gonna love that too it's like like you you get better for yourself and you get better for everybody else around you but I will say sometimes when we step into our authenticity and we choose to fill our cup up and we take our power back and we start to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's things that fall away from our life. Yeah. 
when we do that as well. And, you know, that might be the thing that most women are fearing is like, well, if I just did what I wanted and I said how I really felt, then people wouldn't agree with me and people wouldn't like it. And maybe some people would walk out of my life. And, you know, I think those fears are valid to some extent because that's a really real thing that happens. You will see that happen, but it only happens for the people that aren't meant to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. The people that are meant to be there are the ones that watch you and revel in your joy and cheer you on in your expansion. And the people that have a problem with you taking care of yourself are the old stagnant energy goblins that you needed to cut out of your life anyway. Yeah. Yes. Have you heard that quote? It's like, I'm probably going to butcher this because I don't have the best memory with quotes, but it's like boundaries are so great, except for the people that were served in you not having them or something like that. Yeah. Like, and I was like, whoa, yes. Like, (laughs) uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like uh, boundaries, boundaries are good for everybody involved, except for the person that was taking advantage of you. Yeah. Because now they can't anymore. Yeah. Have you ever, I've totally done this. Uh, have you ever noticed somebody's boundaries changed? And then there's a part of you that's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because you notice like, like you're happy for them, obviously, but you're also like, oh, wow, this means our relationship is different. Like maybe me asking for this or blah, 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 whatever changes now. And it's like, you may not have even consciously realized that you had been in their space too much or asking for too much or whatever because they they never set boundaries so you didn't know that there there needed to be one there and then when a boundary is set you're like bitch and then you're like oh wait this is her her power (laughs) right and and it's like oh but it doesn't serve me anymore and like my ego's like oh god damn it I wish she didn't figure that out (laughs) but I'm like but I'm happy for her <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why that's why it's so important to like have the sense of self-awareness and to have your own boundaries in your life so that you can respect other people when they set them even when they they are of, you know, a disservice to you because you don't get to take advantage as much as maybe you once were even if it wasn't ill-intended. But, you know, when you set boundaries and you do that work for yourself, you're able to see when other people are doing it and take a step back and be like all right, even though that kind of sucks for me because I don't get to, I don't get as much access to that person anymore or whatever. Like I can respect that and I'm I'm happy for them and I know that they need to protect their energy the same way that I continuously try to protect mine. So, yeah, like when you set boundaries for yourself, you'll be more chill with other people doing it, right? For sure. Yeah, totally. I think like this like boundaries like speaking your truth, being in your power, it's really like the foundation for um, creating the life you want, right? Creating the the job you want, creating the relationship you want, creating the the dreams that you've like always had, but felt like maybe were were out of reach. And it was probably because you were just getting in your own way. I can say from experience, for me, anyways, anything anything that was stopping me from getting what I wanted was just in my head. It was beliefs. It was my own sabotage. It was the ways I showed up in life. Um, So I'm curious to hear, Sam, like you teach about manifestation and you're a life coach and you empower women to 
show up in their in their lives and really like ask for what they want and then also learn how to receive it um which is probably a whole like that's a whole thing like being able to receive the thing and keep it um and feel worthy of it so can you share like how you got to doing what you're doing and like why you are so obsessed with all things like building dreams building your dream life and manifestation and and self-love yeah, for sure. So like, well, the journey of how I got to where I am is, oh, there's so many like good twists and turns to it. But I think the most interesting part of it all was that I started doing it without knowing what I was doing. Mm. Right. So like I started showing up for myself and choosing what I wanted to do and following my desires before I even had the vocabulary or the consciousness to like, know that I was doing something really epic for my life. Right. So a little backstory on me, I graduated from Ohio state university and I got a degree in communication. So I was looking to go into public relations field. And when I had, I had an internship in Chicago and I started to like really realize in this internship, you know, I was getting close to graduation. I think it was my third year of school. Mm-hmm. I was working in the office and I was just like, and this was right off the back of a four month trip to Europe. Cause I had studied abroad in Spain and then I came back and it was summertime then. And so I was doing this internship and I, I think the two, the juxtaposition of those two things was probably a huge, a huge part of like what, how everything unfolded after that. Mm. But so I was sitting in the office and working there and it's not like I like hated my life or the job was totally toxic or people were like awful or anything like that. I was just like really starting to like reflect and be like, can I see myself doing this for 20, 30, 40 years? Mm. Like is, is the excitement of like, I'm a boss babe in Chicago. Like, is that going to wear off? And then I'm just going to be like, fuck my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so <laughs> I started to like really consider that. And I realized like, yeah, like I'm going to get sick of this like real fast. And so then I was kind of like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what do, what do I do now? Like, this is terrifying. And you know, all the normal thoughts of like, oh, it's just an internship. Like you got to graduate. You got to get your degree. You'll get a job that you love. It'll be different at somewhere else, blah, blah, blah all that stuff. But there was like this intuitive knowing, even before I felt like I was really connected to my intuition or knew what that was. I was just, it was just like, I knew, I was like, I know that I'm going to hate this. I'm going to wake up in two years and hate myself for doing this. So I started to think about ways that I, well, I had already kind of been toying with this idea because when I was studying abroad, we met a bunch of people here that were teaching English and they were like, yeah, like you get, you know, this sort of like stipend salary and we live in Spain for a year and then you can add on another year or two or three or whatever. And, you know, we travel all around on the weekends and, you know, we only work 16 hours a week. And I was like, yo, sign me up. (laughs) Yeah. Sign me up. So that was in the back of my mind when I had, had gone home from Europe. But when I started to have that realization of disliking that, that job environment so much, I I really started to think about like, okay, is that something that I could do? How could I do that? I want to get back to Spain. Also complete transparency. I met my boyfriend while I was studying abroad Mm -hmm. who 
I had no intentions of staying with him once my experience there was over and I had come back home, yeah. but we like stayed in contact. We were like talking all the time. Like I was like, I really feel like I need to see him again. And I need to like, see where this goes. And he had told me that summer while I was working at that internship, he was like, I can't live without knowing what it would be like to try this with you. Oh, and I was like, bro, <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. I gotta figure it out. Right. So that is how I got here to Spain. Right. I, I looked into those teaching programs. I totally secretively didn't tell my parents, didn't tell anybody drove from, cause I was finishing school. So I drove, they were doing interviews in Chicago. So to drive six hours to Chicago by myself, find someone to stay with overnight roll up to this place on a Monday morning, do an hour interview and then drive all the way back so that I could get back to school and go to class. <laughs> so, you know, it was like mission impossible yeah. to like get this stuff sorted, but it was, and I think all of that was guided by that inner knowing of like, mm -hmm. you have to do this. Like yeah. you have to give this a try. And the whole time, of course, I had those ego and fear thoughts that were like, this is literally so fucked up, Sam. Like you're driving to Chicago for a day to do an interview for something that is literally going to pay you the shittiest salary yeah. ever, <laughs> like for a guy that you've, that you knew in person for like three months, mm -hmm. you know, like we had obviously been connected for longer than that afterwards, but like I was only dating him in person for three months. So everything was really, I, my, my brain, my logical mind was trying to tell me that I was insane. But I was like, I, I had that knowing, like, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. So I think that was the, the, the beginning point of me starting to really honor my desires and listen to that intuitive feeling over the fearful thoughts, even before I knew like why or how or what I was really doing. But what I figured out after, you know, going through all of that and moving to Spain and getting those jobs and totally going through a whole bunch of other steps that transitioned me finally into being coach was like, that was the recipe for me being able to wake up inside every day of my reality and love every bit of it. Like that was the secret sauce, like mm -hmm. following your desires at every turn, because it's not like I came to Spain and like, oh my God, here I am. It's magical. Everything's perfect. Like mm -hmm. I had a lot of struggles. Like once I got here too, there was jobs that I hated. Like I wasn't getting paid very well. I was unemployed multiple times you know, like I got hired for this dream job that was totally virtual. And I was traveling and doing yoga retreats in Greece and Bali. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm on the path. Then I got fired four days before my birthday. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, okay, so now I'm, I'm about to be 25 and I'm unemployed and I have no savings because I blew through that already to get to Spain and to like you know, work here for these several years that I've been working for the worst salary ever, like yeah. poverty level by U.S. standards. Haven't paid my student loans because don't have money for that. You know, it was and 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 now and now I'm unemployed again. And so you know, it's not like everything was easy, but at every single one of those moments, I just followed my desires. I was like, you know what, I really want to start a blog. And I really want to start this Monday newsletter. Like, I feel like I could build an email list and just communicate with people and share inspiration and little tips on, you know, the ways in which I'm 
learning more about myself or getting healthier or whatever it was at that time. So I did that. And then I did the next thing. And then I did the next thing, which was building a website. And then I did the next thing, which was, oh, I want to write this ebook. And then I did the next thing, which was like, you know what? This ebook is really valuable. I'm going to turn this into a course of some sort that people could take. And then I started coaching because I was like, I feel like I could share so much more if I were just in person with people. So I did that. And then I was like, you know, I think there's so much more here. Like, why don't I make this a full online program with like videos and trainings and one-on-one coaching? And so I did that. And it's like, every time I felt something, I just did it. And that's how I got here. And I know that that's what I'm going to continue to do for the rest of my life. Because like I said, that is the recipe Mm. for you to be able to wake up every day and love where you are, who you're sleeping next to and what you do for a living. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Slow clap. Oh my God, girl. Yes. I love that so much. And I think I personally think the best part is like, you weren't trying, like you were literally just listening, like, and receiving the next thing. Like, I think that that is, that's such a testament to like, how can this be easier? Well, universe, God, spirit, angels, whatever you believe in is like always, always giving you signs, always conspiring in your favor, always wanting you to have the thing you want. And sometimes when you ask for something, you may not get it right away, but eventually it's like that or something better. Like it's this or something better. It's this or something better. It's this or something better. I tell myself that all the time. I'm like, fine. If you're not going to give me the thing I wanted, I'm waiting for something really fucking epic because I know it's coming. Like I know this desire is planted inside of me. And it sounds like for you, it's like, you didn't think about 18 steps ahead. Like what happens when I get to Spain? And then I blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, you're like, what's the next thing? Like, what's just the next step? What's the next step? And I think that's what trips people up in manifestation in just building their dream life is like needing to know everything like the control freak in us is like yeah but like what happens when I do that like then what then what then what it's like just one thing at a time like think of a time where you did trust think of a time where you did just take the one next step and I think that's is really the answer is like not worrying about what is step two before you even taken the first step. It's just like, just take the first one. You can always go back. You could always go back because you took a step up. You could take a step down. Like you're, you're not permanently stuck in your position. Yeah. There's this amazing quote that is, I think it's like the path is created by walking, not waiting. Mm. And so many of us, are like waiting until we can see the whole path and the ending and the destination and all the turns and all the obstacles until we're like, so we can analyze it and look over all of it and be like, yep. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. Now I'm going to move forward. And the unfortunate thing about that is you will never be able to have those answers. You will never be able to see the path in its entirety. You'll never be able to see the ending because it's not the fucking point. You're not supposed to see the ending because you know what? If I would have been able to design my life and try to see the ending of where I was going when I was 18 or 21 or even 25, I wouldn't have half the shit that I have that I love, that Mm. I'm obsessed with. 
mm-hmm. right? If I was like, this is what I want and I'm only going to go after it. If I'm, if I'm certain that I can get it, I would have a less than stellar reality because guess what? I got something better. So you're not supposed to be able to see the finish line. You're not supposed to be able to see the end. You're not supposed to be able to see all the obstacles and the twists and the turns because it's better than what you can imagine. Yeah. That's what like we need to get through our heads is like, we are not able to conceive of the magic that is available for us. And that's why we just have to trust. Like Mm -hmm. it's better than what you're thinking it's going to be. So create a vision for your life. Yes. Take action steps to follow it. Yes. Trust that things are going to fall into place for you and show up for you. Yes. But don't try to dictate all the outcomes Mm. because you don't want your outcomes anyway. You don't want your outcomes anyway, because the ones that you're going to get, if you truly follow your desires and you have faith are so much better. And that's what I always tell myself about my future. I just did journaling this morning. Like I call it love notes from the future. And I write myself a little, I write myself a little note, like from my future self. And I literally, I have it right here. I I literally wrote this morning, see if I can find it. I was like, Hey girl, if I told you what life was looking like right now, you wouldn't even believe me. I can't wait for you to get here. So you can see it with your own eyes, but trust when I say it's way better than what you're imagining. Mm. You're going to look back and laugh at how small your dreams were. So stop doubting your potential. Trust that you're on the right path and the magic is unfolding all around you. You are so much more powerful than you think. Literally, you're gonna shit your pants when you see this version of your reality. It's fucking <laughs> incredible. It's all coming, just keep going. I love that. So <gasps> I wrote that to myself, like from the future. And because I choose to believe that that's true. Yeah. And because I believe that, it will unfold for me. But so many people are caught in that idea of needing to know what's going to happen, having to control all the steps and the outcome that they don't even take that first step. And so when you don't take step one, guess what? I don't know where the fuck step two is because step two only shows up once you've done step one, Mm -hmm. right? So I think there's this amazing illustration. I don't know if you've ever seen this on Instagram, but it's like, there's this dude on a cliff, on the edge of the cliff. And there's a giant hand that's kind of meant to look like the hand of God or the hand of the universe. And it's flicking him off of the cliff. And then there's another hand, like a little bit below the cliff. And it's another like giant godly hand. And it's also labeled as like God or the universe. And so it's like the exact thing that is like flicking you off the cliff and like pushing you out of your comfort zone and into the unknown when there is no path yet is the same exact thing that's ready to catch you right? So there's, there's divinity in your desires. So you need to just like step out and take that first step. Mm, Yes, yes, yes. And like, I mean, think about Sam's life and think about my, like, it's like the same thing. My story is the same in that I had no fucking idea, but I can tell you right now, and I don't know if you can relate, Sam, if even a year ago or two years ago, if I was to be told that I would be doing what I'm doing and I would be uh, working with the women that I'm working with and I'd be making the money that I'm making and that I'd be engaged and that I'd have a dog and that like all these things, I would have laughed and I would have said, no way, no fucking way. And who am I to deserve that? And I would have come up with all these stories 
And I, that if I had known that two years from now, I would have been where I am right now, I probably would have sabotaged because I would have been like, what? No, no. Mm. Right. Or it, it would have thrown me off. I would have tried to control and manipulate myself to get to that point. So like, yeah, my yeah, life you would have pushed too hard for it. Exactly. I would have tried to reach it faster. Oh, you're telling me it's going to take two years. How, how can I do it in one? Like, I love, I love like trying to challenge yeah. myself. Right. And I think it's like you said, it's life has unfolded way better than I could have imagined. Like there's no way I could have imagined this for myself. There's no way. I didn't even know what I'm doing right now is possible. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's the thing is like, we can only be what we've seen. Like you can't be something that you don't know exists, right? I didn't know that, for example, I didn't know that I could just be myself in business and that could be enough until I saw that from other coaches, till I saw that from my own mentor. So I was like, oh, I don't have to be like salesy. I can just be my weird self and like, that's enough. Like that's magnetic enough. Oh my God, I never want to sell anything. Like, yes, I'm going to open my doors and I'm going to have these things, but like, I'm just going to be me and like, that's going to be okay. But for so long, my idea of owning a business was like, well, I got to like market and like sell and like be a salesperson. And I was like, I don't really think I want to be successful, that successful because it seems icky. And now I'm like, oh, wait, that's not how it has to be. Fuck yes. Like, but I didn't know that. So there's no way I would have been in the reality that I'm in if I didn't have this experience. Right. And that's, that's so important. What you said about like, we can only be what we've, what we've seen because like in manifestation, there's this idea of expanders, which I'm sure you've heard of. But expanders are people that allow you to see, to believe, because the retina is actually the first access point into the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So when you can physically see something, which is why people say, you know, I'll believe it when I see it, because you will, (laughs) you'll believe it when you see it. So, you know, when you see someone who's showing up in a certain way or being totally themselves or doing what they love or selling in a way that feels not salesy and it just feels organic and natural and like they're giving their heart and their hard work to you like you're like oh that's possible Mm -hmm. right but I also love because when we talk about manifestation a lot of times it's the other way around right we're trying to see something before it exists we're trying to get ourselves to believe something without having seen it in our reality so that's why visualization is so powerful because we're starting to see what we're trying to create in our mind's eye if we can't actually see it in our reality. And I don't know if you know who Charlie Rocket is, but he's just Charlie on Instagram. And he says this amazing thing. He's like, you know, seeing to believing is what people think of when when they think of being awake. And he's like, but you can see to believe in your dreams. So you can see to believe with your eyes closed. People only think about seeing with their eyes open, Mm. but what about seeing with your eyes closed, seeing to believe in your visualizations, in your dreams, in what you're trying to create for your life. And so I think the combination of those two things is so extremely powerful. Having a vision for your life in your mind's eye before it's real 
and also looking outward in your real external current reality for those people that can be conscious expanders to you that show you in real time, hey, some version of this is possible. Yeah. And it's so empowering because it's like, oh, I can do it. Like you may not know how yet, but it's possible. Uh, I actually just talked about this with our coach, Mel. Like I, we had a call yesterday. We had one of our one-on-one calls and I told her, I was like, I want my business to be even easier. Like I know it's possible. I have seen it. I have plenty of people that I've seen um, letting it be easier and more fun. And I want it to be easier and more fun. Like right now I'm feeling a little constricted and trapped in my business. And I'm like, I don't know what that's about. Like I kind of do, but like, I (laughs) want it to be easier and more fucking fun. Like I'm an Enneagram seven. I'm a manifesting generator and I'm a fucking Sagittarius. And if things aren't fun, (gasps) we have so many similarities. That's why we, that's why we love each other. I'm not a seven, I'm a three, but I know you're like, total high achiever girl. So yes. that's the three is the, is the achiever, yeah. but I am a Sagittarius and I am a man gen. Oh shit. That makes sense. Yeah. And if you were a seven, it would probably be like a lot. Like <laughs> I know fellow sevens were like, <laughs> so yeah, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Like if you guys don't know what your human design is, what your Enneagram is, I'm sure you know what your sign is, but it's like, know that about yourself. It's really helpful to know. And Um, start to identify things about yourself. But where I was going with this is that if something is not fun, I don't do it. Um, If something's not easy, I don't do it. Like, so I can get myself into trouble. So when things are hard or when Mm. things aren't fun, I don't want to do them and I put them off. Um, And I learned that about myself and it's totally fucked with me in business and my relationship with food and workouts, like literally everything. It needs to be so easy and so entertaining or else I just don't do it. And I'm like, I'd rather do something else. And then I do something else. So it's like, if I know that, like know yourself well enough to know, yes, the vision for your life, but not only the vision for your life, but how you want it to play out, how you want to feel. I want business and coaching and all the things to be so fucking easy and fun. Like I don't want it to feel like work. I never want to feel it to feel like work. I don't like working, but I love when my, my work is fun because it feels fun and it feels like a project. I'm like, woo, I get to do whatever. It can't be boring. It like literally can't be not fun or else I won't. It reminds me of, this reminds me of, there's this like meme of Kourtney Kardashian when she's like, work has just never been a priority for me and it never will be (laughs) (laughs) it just has to be fun but I think this is important what you're saying like yes have the vision for your life but I could create this vision of me building a seven-figure business and like okay I could have a seven-figure business but I could be like totally drowning in tasks and to do's and so many hours of work and not feeling supported and not feeling like it's easy and not feeling like I'm in flow and not feeling like I'm having fun. Yeah. Right. Which is not, it's not, it's not the whole vision. Right. Which is why I talk a lot with my clients about, you know, 
getting clarity around what it is that you want. And you said something so good there, which is understanding how you want to feel, mm -hmm. because that is one of the best ways to get clear about where you're going, even if you don't know all the details. Because I think a lot of people get caught up in this idea of like, well, I don't know exactly like what type of career I want to be doing or the exact role that I would be in that would make me fulfilled. Or I don't know everything about the partner that I'm trying to attract. Like they feel like they don't have all of the details and they're like, well, if I don't have details and I don't have clarity, then I can't manifest it. And so when you're in that spot, I think the best way to still create clarity is to understand how you want to feel. Cause you know that, mm -hmm. right. You know how you want to feel when you're in the relationship, you know how you want to feel when you're running the business or when you're in a fulfilling career, like you know what those emotions are going to be for you. So tap into that and, and focus on that. It's huge. So important, really big part of the process. Yeah. And it's like, it gets to be fun. Like, no, I mean, obviously owning a business is, can be fun, but I mean, the process of doing this, like can be fun. Like I think when people set goals or think about manifestation, sometimes they can get really stressed out because they're like, but I don't know the answers. Like they literally already get in their own way before they even start the process. And it's like, just this is like we're going back to like fucking second grade like you're not going to get graded you can't be wrong you get to redo this exercise as many times as you want there's no right answer like all the rules are out the window just fucking close your eyes and daydream like go into nature close your eyes let the sun hit your face and think about what you want like or if it's better for you sit inside and look out a window and like look at the expanse of nature and like if you could snap your fingers and, and wave a magic wand, like, what would you be doing right now? Like, how would you be feeling? Like, what do you want to feel on a consistent basis? And like, it can just be as simple as that. It doesn't need to be like, I have to get my journal out and I have to write these things and it has to look a certain way and I need a template and a spreadsheet. No, like it can just be easy. It can be like, what do you actually daydream about when you're not doing the work that you should be doing? Like, that's the beginning of your manifestation practice right there. Like that's how I started mine when I was an architect looking out the window at downtown Boston. We had like a really sick fucking office right in the center of like Park Street, which is like the, the center of all the trains. And I would look out and I would just imagine like, fuck, like I can't wait I don't know when it's going to be, what it's going to look like, but I know that I'm destined for more. And I know that one day I'm going to own my own business in some way or have the freedom to be able to travel and do whatever I want. And I don't know what that's going to be. And it could be 20 years away. I don't know, but it's going to be better. I'm going to be more fulfilled. I'm going to feel free. It's going to feel exciting to wake up in the morning. I'm not going to sleep through fucking 50 alarms. Um, like I'm actually going to get up for my alarm because I'm going to be excited for my day. And I don't feel that way right now, but I know that's how I want to feel. And I would do that every day, not even on purpose, just because I was bored. I was bored. And I was like, this isn't giving me what I wanted, what I really want and what I wanted when I signed up for this. So I'm just going to zone out and daydream and I think we do that all the time every day like whether we're in our quote-unquote dream life like I'm still not in my dream life I still don't have my dream business of course not like I don't think we ever will like we always want more we always want to be bigger yeah. and more fulfilling and happier and blah blah, blah 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 so like you might as well start now like 
close your eyes, like draw a picture, like get out your pencil, like, woo, like, what do you want to make? Like, how do you want to feel? Like, it doesn't need to be realistic. And I, I think it shouldn't be realistic because then you're totally keeping yourself too small. <laughs> yeah. And that's the hardest thing for people. So, you know, you kind of got to ask yourself these questions of like, if there were literally no other variables in my life, because people get so blocked, like you said, they stop themselves before they start because you're like, well, what do you want? And they're like, well, I would kind of want to do this job, but then that's not, I would have to move to another city to do that. And I can't do that because my partner lives here and he works here. And it's like, okay, just, <laughs> just stop. Yes. Like, what do you want? Point blank. Like just take all the variables out of your life. Like take away jobs, money, people, whatever, everything, everything is gone. You're literally in like a blank slate of like white space. What do you want? And it's so like, if you're listening to this right now, I dare you to try this exercise oh, yeah. because it is so hard for the human brain to be like, anything is possible. What do I want? Like you will notice all of the thoughts that come in and start to block your creativity already of what you want to create for your life and where you want to go. But I think that's a really a, a good place to start is to just try to like tear down all of those things that are closing you in yeah. and think about if anything was possible, like literally anything and I could not fail and nobody could hate me or leave me or, you know, everything just worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. What would I do then? Like what would be on my heart to do? Yeah. Yeah. And see what comes up. Yeah. Uh, another way that I've heard this framed is um, what do you want from the world? Like asking the world for it. You know, it's like, what do you want from the world? Like, cause I think what do you want can feel really, really big and expansive, which it is of course. And if that feels too big, ask yourself, what do you want from the world? Like it kind of closes it just a little bit, maybe makes it a little bit more approachable. Um, and I think like, I'm curious to hear. Well, and it almost puts the, it almost puts the responsibility on somebody else, which maybe makes you believe that it's more possible because sure. you're like, oh, the world is going to just give me this gift yes. versus this is something that I have to create. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, it's, it, it totally is a transfer of ownership. It's like, I don't have to do these things. Just what do I want? Like, what do I want from you world? Um, I'm curious to hear, like I, I've recently been doing a lot of like introspective, like journaling, writing, visualization of like, what do I really want? Like, okay. Like I'm being serious though. Not just like, this is what I want. No, I'm like, no, no, no. What's the big thing? So I want to know, like, what do you want? Oh, <laughs> you see, we all, do, we all freak out. We're like, oh God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to ask for too much. Um, so yeah, like I was thinking about this today, actually, cause I was doing these, you know, love notes from the future, which has me think a lot about, you know, what do I want that to look like in some magical dreamland where I can have anything and be anything? What did that look like? And I think obviously as you and I are both high achievers, we're business owners, a lot of the goals and desires that we're going to have for our life are going to be centered around the work that we do and the impact that we have. And so I, of course, have really big income goals, what I want to create for my business and for my life and what I'm able to do for others with that. You know, I want to be able to give more. 
like this Christmas was the first Christmas where I could really like give everybody in my family, like a really awesome gift that I was just so excited to give them. And that just felt so good. Like my dad has thanked me, I think like 10 times for the gift that I gave him. And he just texted me the other day, it's March now. And he's like, I use my gift every single day. That was seriously so thoughtful. Hmm? What'd you get him? I got him a Theragun. Oh my God. That is a really nice gift. Kirk got me one and I I was like, oh, I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, oh, that thing is amazing. Yeah, they're so good. So we were all using it over Christmas, but he really needs it for um, something that he's got going on in in his like foot and calf right now. But so, you know, I think, I want to be able to do that more. I want to be able to give more, not only to the people that I love, but also to people that need it. You know, I think 2020 was a year where I, there were so many things going on in terms of like social justice and, you know, all everything that's happening in this world that I was just like, someday I'm going to be able to do massive things for, for causes like this. You know, I, maybe I don't have the capacity right now to make a huge drop in the bucket. Everything counts, of course, but I have really big income goals for my business because of the way that it's going to make me feel when I get to be generous and I get to give without expecting anything in return. And I get to take care of the people in my family and I get to, you know, help my parents like go on more vacations that they deserve because, you know, they could do that for themselves, but they don't, (laughs) you know, so things like that. Um, I also am in a really, really amazing place right now in my relationship. So this month will be six years that we've been together since I met him when I was studying abroad here. Yeah. And so it's the longest relationship that I've ever been in. And him and I were actually just talking about this last night. We were like, isn't that crazy that we're like so obsessed with each other right now? Cause we are just like 2020, like really brought us together. Like a lot of time in quarantine and just like, we both worked from home for 11 months and he still works from home most days, but he's started going back to the office a few days a week. But like, I, I just, I cherish that connection that I have with him. So what I want in the future is of course, to build on that. And like, I thought, you know, when I met him, I was like, oh my gosh, so many sparks. Like, I love this person. This is so amazing. But I didn't know that like, there could be more and like, it could get more amazing. And so I want that for the future too. I want, I want like right now I'm like, oh my God, this is the best place we've ever been. But I'm like, but like, maybe there'll be another place down the road where I'm like, no, this is the best place we've ever been. You know? So I want that for sure. Um, something that I always, always have on my list of desires is of course, like health and happiness for not only myself, but the people that I love and that I care about. Um, if we don't have that, we really don't have anything at all. Um, so yeah, I think those are like the ma- the big, like major things, I guess that I want. And I want the world to be open again. And I want us to be able to travel mm-hmm. and, you know, because I'm growing in business and I have more freedom in terms of income and stuff I'm like I can't wait until I can just be like let's buy these flights and let's just go to this place like you know I want that for sure (laughs) hell yeah dude that sounds magical I love that I love that on you (laughs) and I can see it's so cool to like hear someone's dream and be like oh yeah of course you are like hashtag of course like like it's only a matter of time like 
and you don't even have to wait that long if you don't want to like you can just ask for it sooner <laughs> it's like you don't need to wait the normal allotted amount of time whatever that means like it gets to be yours pretty immediately if you if you declare it you know and like yeah I have this thing where I write my I've been doing this recently and I share this with my clients this is what I call like a magnetism hack mm-hmm. and I call this like the whiteboard method because I have this little whiteboard that's on my refrigerator. Like it's a magnet little whiteboard, stick it on the fridge. Yeah. So I started writing my manifestations or things that I was calling in on this little whiteboard. And there's something about it being erasable that feels easier because it's like non-committal sort mm-hmm. of, right? Mm-hmm. So I write it on there and I always write like the first time I ever did it, I was like, is on its way to me right now. I'm so grateful and ready to receive it. Thank you, universe. It's like, that's just what I wrote. And I left it there until, you know, the five grand came through, but it was actually a lot more than that. It was actually 11 grand that came through once I started digging into that intention. And then, you know, like just this past month, I was like, what if I like did, what if I like did a really, what if I did like a really big one? Like, what if I was just like, like what if, right? So I was like, fuck it. I'm fuck it. I'm the experimenter, right? I'm I'm the person that's teaching manifestation. Like I have to believe in it enough to believe that it can be more than five or ten grand. Like, yeah, you know. So I'm like, 30 grand. I want 30 grand. Mm-hmm. So I write it on the board, put it on the fridge. Yep. And and there's more to it than this. Every day when I see it on the fridge, I I read it to myself and I try to like get a little excited about it. I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot. 30 grand is on its way to me. Fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I don't know. I don't know when it's coming, but like I'm ready. Yeah. So, and then, you know, if there's any doubts or things that come up, that's like, no, that's not going to happen, which they do, especially when I put that like bigger number on there, you know, I would find myself some days being like, should you just like bump that down a little bit? Cause you don't want to not achieve your goal, right? High achiever, fear yeah. failure. So I had to, you know, work through those blocks, but I left it there. And when I finished the month of February, it was the last day of February. I was sleeping, sleeping in my bed. I woke up and there was a sale overnight that I didn't know someone was purchasing a course. They purchased the course, tipped me over the 30,000 mark. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me. So in the, you know, I tell this story, I think a lot of people have a lot of emotions and a lot of opinions around money. So it's not about the numbers. It's, it's not about income or how much I earn or how much Sam earns. Cause you know, she's killing it in business too, but it's about believing that it's available. It's about believing that it's possible. And if that is something that you and I can provide for people by being transparent and by sharing stories, then we have to do that because I needed to hear people's stories in order, like we were talking about, see to believe. Mm -hmm. I needed to hear people's stories to be like, dude, that's fucking real. I'm going to try it for myself. And because I did look where I am now, you know? Yeah, dude, I I'm doing that right now with 50 K like last month I did it with a hundred K. And the cool thing is about the hundred K is uh, I didn't hit it and I still have faith that it's on its way to me. Like, I think that's the thing is like, that was a really, really big goal. Like a hundred K in a month. That was my, like, 
that was three times my salary, like yeah. back when I was in architecture. So I just wanted to see like, well, what the fuck not? Like, why not? You know, like, even if I get half of that, like, great. But I was like, let's just go, let's do it, baby. You know? And what's really crazy is that, so my launch ended on the last day of February and now people are like pouring in. People are like buying my stuff, even though the cart is closed. Like people are like, I want to add on coaching. I want, I'm like, wait, what you do? Fuck yeah. Okay, let's go. And it was like, as soon as I stopped like grasping and like choking the shit out of my goal. And I was just like, okay, what would you have me do? What is the next step? Like surrender. Surrender is something I'm really working on because it's really hard for me. Cause I'm like, I want it now. What do I got to do? I'll do all the things. Tell me I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm a doer. I'm a doer. <laughs> and the universe is like, no dude, just fucking chill and just be yourself and receive. And it's coming girl. And I feel that I told my team, like, I feel like magic is happening this month. Like I feel like it's on its way to me. I, it is on its way to me. It's happening. I don't know how, I don't know when, but it is happening. And it's like when, and I've only been able to say that because I've seen other people be like, oh yeah, I made six figures this month. I'm like, whoa. And then they're just the exception. And then I see like 10 people doing it. And I'm like, okay, it's not just them. I can do this. Let's fucking go. Like, and it doesn't have to suck and it doesn't have to be hard. And I think that was a story I told myself, like money has to be hard or like business has to be hard. And I'm really in the energy of like, it gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. How can it be easier? How can it be more fun? And I don't know. There's just like a different energy about it that feels like, okay, it can happen. I don't know how, but I'm definitely not going to get there if I'm being control freak, getting frustrated, being like, buy my shit. Ah!" Like no one will ever buy that. Like instead I just be like, Hey guys, come on down. Like, here's the thing. Like, want to join me? Like that is a way better energy for me too. Like, I don't want to be like, Hey, buy this thing, please. Here's the checkout cart. Like, pill, what? Vomit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that is a trap. Uh, I want it to be fun. I want it to be easy. And I think when I am in the energy of fun and ease, money comes to me in that way, or success, mm-hmm. or something in my relationship with Kurt, or like other things I'm dreaming about come easier because I'm like open. I'm receptive. I'm more like, I'm just happier generally. So I think I'm looking, I'm seeing more money. I'm seeing more opportunity, more abundance because I'm in that energy of, I love my life. I'm grateful. I'm happy. And I'm not always like this, but like, I try my best to get into this space as much as I can to be an energetic match for what I want. And yeah, to Two, two really good quotes come to mind when you're talking about that. And one of them is when you need nothing, you attract everything, which is that energy of surrender and letting go is like when you don't need it in order to be happy or in order to be anything, then it will come through. And I felt that so much too in this last launch, because actually at the beginning, it was kind of like going pretty slow And I was like, oh, I'm not going to get, I don't think I'm going to get that $30,000 goal this time around, but I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to hope for it, but like, I'll be okay if I don't get it. Cause I know that, you know, it'll come eventually. And I kind of let go of it. And even like on the last day, 
I was like, wow, we made it to 29 something. Like I basically hit my goal. That's awesome. Like I wasn't even sad that I like, I didn't have the official like 30 grand to say that like, you know, I hit the goal and then I went to sleep and it came through. Right. So there's, there's magic in that energy of surrender and not needing it in order to be happy or be fulfilled. And then the other thing that, that I was thinking of is the quote by Wayne Dyer, that's you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are, Mm. which is exactly what you were saying is when you are in a high vibration, when you are having fun, when you are enjoying your life, when you are having abundant experiences and you are appreciative of everything that is around you, you get more of it back. Yes. Oh, fuck. I don't think I've heard that quote exactly like that. Uh, but that is so powerful. Holy shit. Yeah. You don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. I, I feel like I've said that in, in, in context, like the context was relationships. Like you attract who you are. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, I firmly believe that we meet our partners where they're at, like, and wh- whether we're in that same level of consciousness or the same energy, like it's just, that's how we get bonded. And I haven't thought about it though, in the context of everything else yeah or or everything else it's like yes I know that you need to be an energetic match for what you want but I don't think like what you just said it makes so much sense because I always find that I get a lot of engagements and a lot of like people want to like reach out or whatever when I'm just doing fucking fun things like when I'm just being myself right um and And for me, there's a story in my head that I'm really working through right now that's been really fucking challenging for me because I think as an achiever for so long, I put so much of my worth in what I did. Like I had to prove through what I did in order to be, to be good enough and to be worthy. And it's still a, it's still something I'm unlearning. And this past month was such a testament to that because I was like, I felt like I was teaching so much and I was like exhausted. And I was like, I just want to like go outside in the woods, like, which I was doing, but I wasn't showing that. Right. And like, that's the fun, like, like me randomly doing pull-ups in my bedroom, me driving a convertible, like that's the shit I do. Like, and that's enough. Like, that's the energy that I get to call my people in with. Like, hey guys, I have this thing, but like, that's not just the thing. Like, we're going to have fun and enjoy it. It's going to be easy. It's going to be blah, 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 blah. That's actually what people want. People don't even want weight loss or changing their body. They want the feeling from that. So it's like, yeah, of course, if I'm just in the feeling, if I'm in the energy, then like, duh. So like light bulb moment. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Yeah, totally. We, well, we, anything that we buy, we buy because we think it's going to make us feel a certain way. Right. right? I think we talked about this um, (laughs) on my podcast. It was like literally any, anything that you want in life ever is because you think it's going to do something for your emotions. You think it's going to make you happy. You think it's going to make you fulfilled. You think it's going to make you skinny, which is going to, you know, in turn, make you happy. Right. There's all of these under like motivators underneath, which is why, as we were talking about before, it's so important that you get clear about how you want to feel in your future. Mm. Cause it's not really about the things that make you feel that way. Yeah. Right. It's not the house. that's going to make you feel that way. It's not the guy that's going to make you feel that way. It's not the business. that's going to make you feel that way. 
And, you know, maybe those things will help you get closer, but ultimately you don't know what it is exactly in your life or along your path. That's going to bring you those feelings, but you know, for sure that that's how you want to feel. So that's the thing to follow, right? That's the power in following your desires Mm. and following your highest excitement is when you do that, you get really close to the place where you want to end up because you are feeling how you want to feel. And everything else around you is going to be the stuff that helps fulfill that feeling and, and expands that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of my favorite questions is like, what am I excited about? Like, and I ask my clients this, I'm like, what are you looking forward to? Like, what are you most excited about? Cause I think like it can kind of take you out of the, like, Oh, uh, things are hard. Things are blah, blah, blah. That's great. Maybe they're hard right now, but what are you looking forward to? And like, that's a really easy way to shift your energy because of course we always want to be excited about things. We always want to look forward to things. Like we're always excited about that next thing. So like, it's a a really easy way, like a hack kind of to get yourself in the feeling sooner rather than later is, well, what am I excited about? You know, for me right now in my personal life, I am so fucking excited to leave the Northeast cold and like frolic in the heat. And uh, Kurt and I are going to buy a van and we're going to drive cross country and be nomads for a while. And I am like, I'm so (laughs) excited. It feels like that's been a dream of mine since I was birthed out of my mom's vagina. Like, I feel like that is meant for me. Like, I'm like, I just want to be everywhere. (laughs) That is so Sagittarius of you. Yeah. It's, it's just like, I'm excited for that. And, and I can't wait to the point where like, I I impulsively bought a flight to uh, Joshua tree yesterday. I was like, I'm going there. I'm going there. I'm meeting up with my friend. I'm like, I'm going there for 10 days. Like, I don't want to wait for the warmth to get here. And I don't know exactly when we're leaving. So I'm going to go like, I, I am, I'm just doing it. Like that feels fun for me. And that feels exciting. And like, I like to do those things. And that's like, and, and the thing about that too, is like, that's why you do what you do is so that you can live a life where you get to do things like that. So sometimes we get so caught in the tunnel vision of the business and creating this like dream life that we start to throw that dream life so far out into the future. We like cast the net so far that we forget that we get to experience, we get to experience part of that right now. Yeah. Right. And that is what actually propels you to get even closer. Right. Which is insane. It's like when you start traveling and being independent and doing whatever you want and having fun and following your highest excitement and making business be easy, like you are an energetic match for more of that, Mm. which is ultimately what you're going towards. That's your goal. So you have to start doing it now. So when you get clear about how you want to feel in the future, in the relationship, in the job, in your business, whatever you're doing in your body, when you understand, okay, this is the emotion that I'm looking for. This is how I want to feel. You need to find ways in your present current circumstances, in your current existence that allow you to emulate that feeling. And it may not be how you're visualizing it in the future. Like if we just take relationship, for example, and you're like, I'm going to, my partner is going to be so much fun and we're going to do fun, adventurous stuff together. And that's how I want to feel in my relationship. I want to feel loved, adored, adventurous, fun, all the things. Like you're not going to get that right now from 
the non-existent partner, but how else can you get it, right? Mm -hmm. Where can you source that emotion from? How can you be more adventurous right now? How can you have more fun right now? How can you feel more love in your life right now? Yeah. And that creates the magnetism because again, you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. Mm -hmm. So if you become it, you will create it. Yeah. Fucking fire right there. Listen to what Sam just said. Like, I'll give you an example of my own life that makes it really like set context. I love to be hot. I love the warmth. I love when the sun is beating on my skin I'm fairly white, but, and I wear my sunscreen, but I love that feeling of, I am being like, just, yes. Like, oh my God, there's something about the way that the sun hits your skin and just absorbs. It feels like you're literally getting an energetic, like infusion from the sun. And I just, there's nothing like, I feel the vitamin D sinking into my skin. Okay. You can tell how much I love the sun. So, (laughs) (laughs) which is, which is very, um, counterintuitive that you live in Boston. I know. I know. And it's been a long time coming. Like I've lived in California. I want to go back. I'm excited to frolic over there, but like right now, my circumstances with Kurt's work, it's not possible. And that's okay. Like it's a choice I'm actively making, but what I have recently done is I go for, I go for a hike every morning with, with Heffy and I just wear a fuck ton of layers and we have a reservoir And I imagine the reservoir as the ocean, right? Or a really warm beach, even though there's literally three, like probably three or four inches of ice and snow on it. And I have to wear spikes to walk around and my (laughs) fucking nose boogers are frozen. I just don't think about that. I think about, oh my God, I'm living my dream life. It's just, you know, it's colder, but like I'm focusing, I'm I'm recreating or I'm pre-creating the event I want to have. And then... I started taking really fucking hot baths and hot showers like every day. And it's like a ritual. I'm like, this is what it's going to feel like when I'm sitting outside in the pool by my new home. Like, I don't know where I'm going to live. And I don't know how I'm going to have all the money to buy the home that I want. That's probably going to cost at least seven figures because I love architecture and I love outdoor spaces and that shit's expensive. But I'm going to pour really hot water in my bathtub and feel the warmth from the water, just like the warmth from the sun. And like, I've been telling Kurt this, he's like, you're fucking tapped. I'm like, I don't care. It works. (laughs) It literally fills my soul. Like there's nothing worse for me than being cold. And so I got to do what I got to be warm. Yeah. I literally hate being cold. And I'm also from Buffalo, which is like also snow central. Yeah. I, I've always hated, I've always hated being cold, yeah. but you know, and I'm, I'm still cold sometimes here in Spain. And my boyfriend's like, aren't you supposed to like, aren't you from Buffalo? Like it doesn't even, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. even snow here. And I have like a space heater next to my, my office desk. <laughs> so I do I love to be hot all the time as well, but that's, yeah, that's a great example of how to create the feeling of what you're trying to attract in a small way. Cause it obviously is, you're not near the beach. You can't even like remotely recreate it, but you've come up with this ingenious idea of like, I'm just going to get really hot in the bathtub and close my eyes and visualize myself on a beach. Light a candle, like, that is, <laughs> yeah. Like that is the lengths that we are going to like for everybody listening. And you're like, well, how do I recreate feeling fun and adventurous? Like you can figure it out. You can you, like, get creative. You'll figure it out. 
Yeah. Think about what you did for fun as a kid. So like, this is an exercise I do with all my clients. Like, none of them have hobbies typically because they're all overachievers. So all they do is work. And they're like, I don't know what to do with myself when I'm not working. So I just work. I'm like, okay, that's not okay. I get it. I've been there. But what did you used to do as a kid? Like, what do you enjoy? What are hobbies that you see other people doing that you're like, that looks cool? Just start there. Like, I just started a new hobby, actually. Um, I'm going to be sharing about it on Insta. Uh, uh, Pottery. I'm starting to throw clay and like do make stuff because I can and I just want to have something that's so not work related at all. It's purely just making and creating and like there's no end result. It's just the process of like touching clay and like using my hands and creation of something and then like creating a container for my oatmeal or my coffee or whatever. And it's like, even stuff like that, like, it doesn't need to be pottery. It could be, it could be like, oh, I'm going to start reading magazines. Like, oh, I'm going to start like dancing in my living room. Like whatever it is for you, just like, how can you, like you said, Sam, how can you feel the thing you want to feel right now? And that's it. Yeah. To some extent, right. It's not going to be obviously sitting in your bathtub is not as amazing as sitting on the beach. Right. Clearly. But, you know, you're recreating the feeling and that's the whole, that's the whole point of it. So yeah, yeah for everybody listening, like there's your homework, yep. you know, get clear about how you want to feel in your future life and get creative and figure out ways that you can bring in more of those emotions right now with where you are and what you have. Yes. Oh my God, Sam. I feel like my mind has been expanded talking with you. It's been like an hour and a half. I love it. And I feel like we could continue going on forever, but um. I want to kind of like wrap things up here and just like, I would love to hear like, what do you have coming up for you in the next few months? Like, what are you excited about? Like, um, share, share a little bit about what you're excited about as we wrap up. Yeah. So I, as we were kind of talking about, I just wrapped a launch for my program, which is called from burnt out to badass. And it's this whole, it's essentially the step-by-step guide of everything, every tool, every lesson that I went through in my journey to get to that place of waking up inside of my reality and loving every day and feeling like I'm, you know, inside of this progressive creation of my dream life. So I'm obsessed with that program. It's like my signature offer. It's my favorite thing that I do. Um, so that we, we just started that a couple of weeks ago, but Uh, It's going to be offered again around May time. So if people are interested and they want to keep their eyes out for it, Mm -hmm. um, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. My handle is underscore Samantha daily and just keep up with me there. And yeah, cause that's going to come, that's going to come back out around May time and it's going to be, I'm making some changes to it and I'm so excited about it because it's going to be Oh, it's going to be so good. Like it's, there's going to be so much more community involved. Like we're all going to jump on calls together and have this amazing like group element to it. So I'm really, really excited to do that. Um, other things that are coming up for me personally, my brother is getting married in June. So I'm very excited to come back home to the States for a little while, uh, to sunny North Carolina and watch my brother and his fiance and my little nephew in a tiny little baby tux. Uh, get married. So very, very excited about that. Um, and yeah, I think those are like the biggest sort of events that are, that are coming up for me. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, you guys go check out Sam's page underscore Samantha Daily. And she also has a bomb ass Monday newsletter that I just recently subscribed to because I was like, yo, I want to be on your Yeah, I love like being part of my fellow like people's newsletters. Like I don't always read them, but I think it's just always nice to like see how you do your thing, you know, and like what you share. And um, yeah, as a fellow like manifesting generator, it's like you just there's so many things that you could do. And I I think it's like part of the creative process of being like, that is so cool. I love that. Um but her newsletters are awesome, packed of value. So like go head over to her Instagram. I'll put the link in the bio and you can check it out. And you can check out her program too. I've heard amazing things from the woman inside. So I am so stoked for you. Um, And thank you for, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing your expertise, for sharing your life experience, um, for empowering these people to start to step into the next thing. Like, and reminding them that like it can be messy and it's okay and you don't have to know and I think that's just like such a relief at least when I figured this out it was um so just thank you for sharing all the parts of you yeah it's an honor it's literally my favorite thing that I do I I'm obsessed with it I love it it's there's nothing and you can relate to this because you do this in your own way like there's nothing more satisfying than being able to see people take their power back and step into their true selves and create a life that they love. Like we need more people like that on the planet because when there's more happy people, we create more happy ripple effects and we really do change the world in in our own small way. Hell yeah. We're going to be the ripple. We already are, baby. You guys are rippling. You know, it's like the energy. It's like, boom, boom. (laughs) I don't know what that was, but we're going to end it with that. all right (laughs) all right you guys yeah thank you for thank you for showing up here thank you for listening to our craziness we love you um we'll catch you on the next episode and thank you again sam for just being you um love you so much girl love you bye guys Okay, that was a fire episode and holy shit balls, I feel so inspired after doing that recording with Sam. Between setting boundaries and just committing to doing the next thing, not needing to do or know all of the steps, but just taking the next step is so empowering and I am even more excited about my own dream life and vision for where I see myself in one, three, five years and I really hope this episode inspired you just as much. Thank you so much to listening and for being part of this podcast experience. I am so fucking grateful for you, seriously. I never thought that I would have a podcast and here we are and this is episode 101 and there's going to be hundreds of episodes to come so it is with all the love and appreciation that i'm here to say thank you to you if you've been finding these podcasts inspiring empowering I would invite you to go head over to the iTunes store and leave me a review. That shit means so much to me and it helps the podcast grow and expand and get to other women to empower them to create their dream body, business, and life. I love you so much. I'll catch you on next week's episode. And just a heads up, I have something really exciting for you. If you are a high achieving woman or you are a woman with a business or a side hustle who wants to get out of her own way, wants to stop sabotaging, and wants to show up confidently in all parts of her life. 
be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be dropping deets on Instagram soon. And I think we'll leave it at that for now. Love you guys. Catch you next week.